Engaging sermons on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The favors of the Lord I will recall, the glorious deeds of the Lord, because of all he has done for us, for he is good to the house of Israel. He has favored us according to his mercy and his great kindness. The Lord said, They are indeed my people, children who are not disloyal. So he became their savior in their every affliction. It was not a messenger or an angel, but he himself who saved them. Because of his love and pity, he himself redeemed them lifting them and carrying them all the days of old. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I will praise your name forever, Lord. I will praise your name forever, Lord. Every day I will bless you, and I will praise your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord, and highly to be praised. His greatness is unsearchable. I will praise your name forever, Lord. Generation after generation praises your works and proclaims your might. They speak of the splendor of your glorious majesty and tell of your wondrous works. I will praise your name forever, Lord. They discourse of the power of your terrible deeds and declare your greatness. They publish the fame of your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your justice. I will praise your name forever, Lord. The Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness. The Lord is good to all and compassionate toward all his works. I will praise your name forever, Lord. Let all your works give you thanks, O Lord, and let your faithful ones bless you. Let them discourse of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might. I will praise your name forever, Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, Amen, amen, I say to you. You will weep and mourn while the world rejoices. You will grieve, but your grief will become joy. When a woman is in labor, she is in anguish because her hour has arrived. But when she has given birth to a child, she no longer remembers the pain because of her joy that a child has been born into the world. So you also are now in anguish. But I will see you again, and your hearts will rejoice, and no one will take your joy away from you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Indeed, we continue to give thanks for a tremendous deed that has been done. Roe versus Wade has been reversed. This almost 50-year tragic and destructive mistake of the United States Supreme Court declaring it a right to kill a baby in the womb. The court has corrected itself. 
The court has said we should not have done that. The court has said the Constitution does not confer a right to abortion. The court has acknowledged the damage that this decision has done, and we have turned a corner. It's not our final goal. It opens the way, however, to achieve the final goal, which is the full protection of all these children. But brothers and sisters, the fact that after almost 50 years, because January 22, 2023, will be 50 years since the day Roe v. Wade was handed down by the court, for all these 50 years, prayers have gone up every day from people who, like the opening prayer of this Mass said and like this Gospel says, were in distress, were grieving and mourning. Why? Because the killing of children was happening and it was hard to stop it because it was declared and considered a constitutional right. When something is a constitutional right, it's very difficult to limit it, regulate it, prohibit it. So states were having a hard time, and even Congress, in passing laws to protect these babies and their moms from the damaging effects of abortion. And with the, in fact, growing, not just ongoing, but growing numbers of babies killed, because after Roe v. Wade, the numbers of abortions began to skyrocket until they got to a high of some 1.6 million a year there in the early 90s. 1.6 million a year. There was great distress among the people of God. But the prayers did not cease. The sacrifices did not lessen. Every day people were making sacrifices, spiritual and physical, sacrificing their time, their energy, their reputations, even their freedom in those cases where people went to jail for peaceful protest. The sacrifices were rising. God was not deaf or blind to these prayers and sacrifices, although through many of those years, many of these people wondered how and when would God hear and answer these prayers. Brothers and sisters, the event just less than a month ago by which the Supreme Court corrected this error is a testimony to that faithfulness of God. Jesus said, you will weep and mourn while the world rejoices. The world was rejoicing in having this constitutionally protected choice. We were grieving and mourning over the daily killing of children, harming of their moms and dads and families, the poison that Roe v. Wade has been on our society. But your grief will become joy. Not only is this event a testimony to God's faithfulness, it's a testimony to the resilience, strength, wisdom of our American system of government. That in a peaceful, orderly way, we can indeed change course. We can indeed correct a grievous error of the past and move on in public policy where everybody knows what the rules are, what the law is, and what the court's decision is. The American founders understood 
that there would be grievous mistakes and built into our system of government a way to correct them. God saves us. And Isaiah says in this passage of thanksgiving for his goodness that in their affliction, seeing their distress, God himself came to save them. And notice he says, this reminds me of the Christmas gospel, it was not a messenger or an angel, but he himself who saved them. For centuries, the prophets proclaimed that the Messiah of the Lord would come. The Messiah, the anointed one, the Lord would send his Messiah. But on Christmas night, when the announcement was made to the shepherds in the field of the birth of the Savior, they said, born for you today in the city of David is a Savior who is Christ and Lord. They didn't say he was the Messiah, the Christ of the Lord. They said he was Messiah and Lord. Because these words of Isaiah were fulfilled. It was not a messenger, but he himself. The Messiah and Lord. That baby is not just the messenger of the Lord. He is the Lord. And it's by the incarnation that God establishes his kingdom of life. Because the human nature that is shared by born and unborn human beings alike is now united to divinity in a remarkable, unspeakable, and eternal way. This union of God and humanity, the same human nature that these babies in the womb share, this union will never be undone. What God has joined, let no man separate. Humanity and divinity are united forever. In heaven we will embrace Jesus Christ in his human body. His heart is still beating. He is human as well as divine. And it will be that way forever. And we are human and we share the divine nature. And it will be that way forever also. And that's the basis for respecting human life. That's the basis for the victory of life. Let's continue to thank God for this victory. And let's continue to thank him for the underlying victory. The profound victory of the incarnation. Of the salvation that God has given us in Christ. Amen. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.